0: I'm Natalia Loback, and this is Change Course. Ebb and flow. In the last episode, we talked about the bees and complex adaptive systems, and how our organizations operate more like systems Than they do like machines so the other important thing about complex adaptive systems is that they are adaptive that means that the individual components of the system and the system as a whole is able to respond to changes in the environment by introducing micro-adaptations or micro-changes. In this way, it's sometimes difficult to predict what a complex adaptive system will do. But the one thing we need to remember is that biological systems are most efficient and effective in a state known as homeostasis or steady state. I talked a little bit about this in one of the previous episodes everything flows and this idea of homeostasis is that there is a place at which the system is operating at its highest efficiency and is conserving energy and this is the preferred state of that system so we can think about energy and resistance differently when we start to look at the system so when we look at resistance to change some of that resistance comes from that complex adaptive system itself the system resists a different state either higher or lower energy because it wants to be in homeostasis It's not necessarily the individuals in that system who are personally resisting the change. Sometimes it's part of the organizational system that we're in. The system naturally resists. So when we're thinking about homeostasis, I sometimes think about the tides and How the moon and the gravitational force of the moon pulls the waters of the ocean at different parts of the world at different times, creating tides. And so you have, you know, the giant vast oceans being pulled in one direction by the force of the gravity of the moon, but then also having that resistance in the pull of the gravitational force of the earth pulling those waters back towards homeostasis, steady state, where all of the waters are at the same level. And so as the tides go up and down, this is a really good example of how homeostasis works. Push and pull and ebb and flow, resistance, and return to steady state. You'll also see this in operating biological systems. And without getting too sciency, in a system like the human body, our immune system, there are periods of heightened activity and heightened response. So for example, when we get ill, our immune system starts to rev up in response to that threat and that change neutralizes the threat, and then returns to homeostasis. Homeostasis is one of the reasons why our systems don't remain in a heightened response attack mode and go back to the lower conservation of energy level that we normally operate at. That's just one example. Without getting too technical, thinking about organizations... As biological systems starts to introduce this thinking around resistance a little bit differently so when we are trying to make change happen in a system as opposed to an organization it's these components of resistance and system operation and information as a currency that we are trying to take into account As we're making change happen because when we introduce change in a complex adaptive system environment what we're really trying to do is to reset that steady state and so if we can move that organization or system through that process of change and get to that change being that new steady state as our destination that's when we start to see change become sustainable and change sticking so yes it has to do with the individual actors in that system but the system itself is also an important factor the other thing we need to think about in working with systems is that there is a natural ebb and flow, just like the tides. When you introduce a component of change or something that changes the operation of that system, you start to see that system respond and react. There is an ebb and a flow to change in systems. It isn't linear. We tend to go back and forth a few times before we reach that state of homeostasis. So, ebb and flow is normal in change when we look at it as a system. When we look at change in a linear system, it's a from to. And so, the change is the process, not so much that destination, if you're looking at just that from current state to future state, when you're looking at a system, that journey from current state to future state is going to ebb and flow many times before you reach that new future state, that destination of homeostasis. So when I am thinking about change, for me, change is not a process. Change is the destination. It is a new state. It is a new steady state that we are trying to achieve. And as we work towards achieving that state of change, our system is going to go through several states of ebb and flow, of heightened activity and a return to normal before we can get to that place where our new state of change is our steady state. I hope this gives you some more things to think about as we start to move into this paradigm of organizations as systems, as opposed to organizations as machines. And as we get further into this, We'll start to see how some of those older models of change and the way that we used to think about things in terms of that linear progression is harder to apply to systems, to communities, to the way things work in our human-centered and relationship-centered world. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, I invite you to like, share, rate, and subscribe because it helps others find us. You can find our show notes on our website at www.charthouse.ca, where each episode has a page under the Change Course Podcast. So anything that I referenced in today's episode will be posted there so you can find it. While you're visiting us, sign up for the Change Navigator newsletter. You'll get a monthly dispatch of all things change, what we're working on, and our latest research. Our music is Levity by Emily Klassen. Change Course is available wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have an accessible version on YouTube with fully edited captions. You can find the link to our YouTube channel in the show notes. Thank you again for listening remember it's never too late to change a course.